What is up, everyone? Welcome back to Walking with the King podcast. I'm your host, Teresa King, and welcome to another episode. <sighs> Guys, I know, I know, I know. It's been, what, two weeks, three weeks? Yeah, it's been a bit, and I am so sorry. I have been MIA for a while now, since the last episode. It all started because I originally um, forgot to edit my podcast. So I was like, okay, whatever. I could just go ahead and edit it on Monday night and release it Tuesday. That was the plan. But um, God had other plans. And while I was at work, I fell and I busted my ankle. (laughs) I'm laughing at it because I fell leaving the restroom. And I don't know what happened. My whole, I blacked out. I really did. I don't know what happened. I don't know if my ankle gave up on me or I stepped wrong. Either way, my, um ankle was swollen like so bad I twisted it so bad I could not walk I've been on crutches for two weeks finally went to the doctor after two weeks and um yeah I strained a ligament really really badly I strained three actually um so yeah I have been completely MIA I've been not only in a complete and total pain but I've also hit like a form of depression with it I'm not gonna lie because I could not walk I had to have crutches with me right now I'm wearing my boot I have to wear this boot for another two weeks but the pain is still there but it's kind of getting to a point where I could be myself again so I'm back I'm back with this episode that has been on the drafts for about two weeks now, <laughs> maybe three. I lost track of time, but um, yeah, I'm sorry, guys. I know, I know, I know. You can come at me later, but this episode is going to be good. I promise you. So stay tuned. It's about to begin right now. What is up, everyone? Welcome back to Walking with the King podcast. I'm your host, Teresa King, and welcome to another episode. This episode is going to be a fun one. It's different. I don't know if you could hear the background already, but last episode, I said that we were going to have a new segment with my favorite person in the whole entire world. In case y'all didn't know who that was, it was Robert. Hey guys, what's up? So we are doing a segment called Road Trip with the Kings. So we are just driving. We just dropped off our little doggy to my in-laws because we are moving this week. Are you excited, babe? I have never been more excited in my life. <laughs> We're, we've been in a, just to tell you all a little bit about. So we've been in a one bedroom apartment for a little over four years. Um, we had moved from Corpus in a three-bedroom house to that one-bedroom apartment, so it was kind of like a downsize, and um, 
we had gotten used to the one bedroom, but we are excited to go back to three bedrooms. Like, more than excited. We've we've now outgrown the one bedroom, and we have way too many things. And it's just, and also, you know, potentially fostering within the next few months. We definitely need another bedroom, another couple bedrooms. Most definitely. So with the grace of God, he is just the main provider. He provided a three-bedroom apartment in our price range in an area that we wanted to live in. Like, God is just so good, isn't he, babe? Yes, he is. Yeah, like, I've never found a three-bedroom apartment in San Antonio for the price range that we found it in. Um, when I came upon the apartment, I kind of thought that maybe, like, there's no way, like, there's no way we're going to be able to get um, into this complex. And we gave them a call. They told us that it was highly competitive, that we needed to call back every single day um, for at least two weeks to make sure that we got a spot in the complex. And so we started calling. I think we were on the third day and they, they gave us a call back. They were like, yeah, we, we have a, we have availability for you guys. Guys, I was like floored because I, I kind of thought that like we weren't going to be able to find an apartment for some reason. I, I wasn't putting my full trust in God at the, at the time. Um, cause we had been through, um, so many experiences where we weren't able to move um, from the one bedroom. There was probably like three years in a row where we tried to move, we tried to move, we tried to move. And now I realize that it was all just a part of God's plan um, and the grander picture just to get us into the right complex at the right time when we were ready for our foster child and um, just everything starting to fall into place. But it's kind of like, it's interesting to kind of see in yourself, like, how um, as you walk further in, with Christ, you um, start to trust God more and more. He, um, he, he begins to purify you um, even after you get saved because there's still things in you, still patterns that you need to unlearn and um, lots of things within me I, that I'm still in the process of unlearning um, and just finding a better way with Christ. Yeah, most definitely. And we're going to talk about that a little bit more in a minute. But yeah, guys, by this the time that this episode airs, we will officially be moved in. We will have everything good. Our old apartment's officially off our lease. Like, we are no longer going to be able to get into that apartment. So this is really exciting. I'm really excited. But like we said, like I said like I said last episode, we are doing the whole series called Spiritual Warfare. If you haven't listened to episode one, pause this episode, go listen to it and come back because I go into detail of everything that you need to do in order for you to be spiritually prepared for battle 
what spiritual warfare is, how to overcome spiritual warfare, and what exactly the armor of God is. So we're going to be doing a lot of references from that episode. So if you get lost, just listen to episode two of this season. And um, yeah, so speaking of the whole moving, because... Robert, you can explain that this was a challenge on our spiritual health, right? Uh, yeah, it, it definitely has been. Um, so just kind of like starting out, um, when we first started the moving process, um, how long ago was it? It was like maybe three years ago like two years ago that we tried to move out every single time well we've we've tried to move out at least once a year for the past three years and um it's always ended in like um just complete and utter like disappointment for us and um i i really think that that like disappointment um stemmed from like really just not not trusting that it wasn't in his it wasn't in his timing it wasn't in God's timing quite yet for us to move because I I really feel like if we would have moved two or three years ago we would have pushed the foster process forward and we would have gotten placed with a child while we were still in our addictions and I don't know that is definitely not recommended it's you know placing the child from one traumatic experience to another so yeah we probably would even get placed if we were still there yeah it's potential that we would have gotten denied for sure and that would have ruined our chance in the future as well because that's already a doc on our record really the this time though with the move for this year we did decide to go ahead and go forth with the move Mm. and all of our finances kind of came into place um the checks just aligned really perfectly for the prorated rent and the deposits and um everything just everything just fell into place uh through the grace of god and um about i guess nine months ago now Um, my uncle was diagnosed with adrenal carcinoma. Um, it's, he was in stage four, uh, cancer. That was kind of trying on our whole moving process. Um, there was a lot of times where we would go and visit him and, um, it was so difficult to see him, um, see him like that and, um, it just, it really played a lot on our mental health, and um, throughout this journey, we kind of realized that, like, we were going to get through it, though, because, like, both of us have, both of us have God in our life. Um, We just would pray every time we went and saw my uncle, um, and then we would pray afterwards, and, um, you know, there was a moment in time where my uncle was far from God and he 
decided um, s- several weeks before he actually passed away to he decided to give his life to Christ and that was probably one of the the most powerful experiences for me that I've ever seen in my life um, you know my t- Tess my wife actually got to anoint my uncle with oil and just wish him wish him well and and pray for him and be with him during his time of need and we got to listen to him and be with him and just just cherish the love that that he had during that time and that Jesus was sharing with him after he got saved and it was just overall amazing and you know when I um this is all still during the move um when when he actually ended up passing away now um about two or three weeks ago um when he passed away I immediately got a sense of joy I felt like there was nowhere else that my uncle could be besides heaven you know I still had to go through and I still am currently going through a grieving process with my uncle there's been some there's been some anger that that I've had um, about just prior things in my life that have been like really shed light on because of this grief and um, I now know that like I need to get help with with that with that anger and um, so that I don't deflect it on anybody in my life that I really care about and I love. Um, so let's talk about that. You and I going through this process of moving while we are talking about moving, you know, your our uncle got diagnosed with cancer. A bunch of things are coming around because of, you know, just trying to go through the process of being obedient to God because this time was different like you and I could both say that because when we were thinking about moving previously before this time this one felt different like everything was aligning like we were getting like the budget in check we were making sure that we had enough money for not only the rents but for the movers we were making sure that we had like a good apartment with the right rent all this stuff was aligning to where so where like we were being obedient to God like okay this is the time that we're gonna move but you know everything with our uncle coming in and like just all of this hurt like this this immediate hurt just came into our lives to really put us to stop in what we we're doing would you say so I really feel like everything is a part of a bigger plan and I really feel like my uncle's death was placed in our life at a specific time. Uh, I haven't quite figured out all of the reasons why um, uh, and what the timing actually means but I do know that there's something specific that God is trying to teach us 
not that God caused the cancer because he doesn't cause anything evil, but he does teach us a valuable lesson in every single thing and in in every single hurt or anything that we go through. So, um, I, I, I'm still working on that. I, I know that there's, um, some things I'm already working on in myself for sure, but, um, we've been experiencing spiritual warfare as long as I can remember. Um, wouldn't you say the same? Oh yeah. Last episode I was talking about, you know, the demonic attack that we had due to our uncle and how that came into our home and all of that really heavy demonic stuff. You know what I mean? And how the reason why the enemy loves to attack us especially is because we were not only being obedient to God in our moving situation, but we were also being obedient to God in our ministry work. And not on top of that, our uncle gave our life to Christ. You know what I mean? So three different things were coming into place to where the devil was mad. (laughs) We made him mad. And that really caused us to have a spiritual warfare and honestly a demonic attack. I feel the same. I think that every time we get closer to God, and this is just specific to our journey, but every time we get closer to God, every time we get into a ministry or um, start going to church more um, or start a community group uh, a fellowship um, that's when we get attacked harder because that's when the enemy feels that he is losing so he wants to snatch you up before you get to your highest potential Yeah. and what he does is he attacks your confidence mm-hmm. and he doesn't he, he can't make plans for you like God can he needs permission yeah. so he attacks your confidence and that's what he's done so often in our uh, in our life I, I'm starting to actually notice it um, when I second guess myself about um, a future career um, you know, and or something that would serve the kingdom. Um, yeah, like for example, when we just had a spiritual warfare because, you know, our uncle just passed away. So that was gaining a toll on not only our spiritual mental health, but it was it was a grieving process. We had to grieve. We're still grieving over the loss. But a week before that, shout out to my sister-in-law. Like, she just gave her life to God and completely surrendered. And by the grace of God, she is now two weeks sober. You know what I mean? Like, it was one after another to where now the devil's like, I'm, I'm mad. Like, if I may say so, like, I'm pissed. Like, the devil is pissed at us because of what God is doing through us because you know with our uncle 
it just took the right time at the right moment to us for us to pray for him for him to say I am now a born again Christian you know what I mean yeah and it's interesting because he um, he starts to really think that he's won by getting to one person yeah but when he starts when he when he is the most angry is when he's losing whole families he's losing whole families over to God mm-hmm. because we're just spreading the word to each other and we're spreading it to our friends we're spreading it to our ministry um, to everyone that we potentially know we're spreading the good news like it says in the scripture yeah you know um, and when that starts to happen expect a spiritual warfare because if you don't expect it then you're going to be caught off guard oh yeah and we have to put our full armor of God on. That's a, just like in the previous episode that Tess mentioned. Yeah, like I also mentioned last episode that usually a spiritual warfare happens right before or after God does something marvelous in our spiritual lives or right before or after we are going to do something to better the ministry of God. So... When we were in Wise Council, Wise Council is the course that we took to become facilitators in the landing ministry that God has called us to do. While we were in that class, Wise Council, I don't know if they told you this, they probably did, but my we were in different groups in that class, but my facilitator told me, don't be surprised if y'all are going to be attacked because you are getting closer and closer to what God is calling you to his ministry. And I was like, okay, I need to be prepared. But little did I know we we're going to have a demonic attack because that was around the same time that all of that demonic stuff happened in our dreams. So it's really, really important to really stay close to God and make sure that we put the full armor of God every single day because we really don't know when we're going to be attacked because we don't know what God is going to call us to do next week. It could be either in our ministry or our own spiritual lives to where the devil's like, "Mm, I don't know. I don't want this to happen. Like, I feel like God is going to use them something like amazing I need to make sure that I put a stop to this because like I said last episode don't give the enemy the credit that he does not need he doesn't know our future he doesn't know our thoughts all he knows is our actions and what our words say so if we give him like if say he feeds us a lie you know like for example one of the lies that I talked about that he was giving me was I was too young for ministry and I start talking about it I'm like I don't know wow like I'm the youngest person here oh wow like so and so is like a little bit older than me and I'm still the youngest one uh then here comes the self-doubt like while I am the youngest one here like how am I able to do this or so and so in my group said 
like oh wow like you're just a baby that's cool that you're here little things like that to where it really feeds into my mental state to where I'm going like you know what I am too young and those are the lies that the enemy is like oh well this lie is good like she's buying this let me keep saying this let me keep shooting these arrows at her but that is literally what he tried to do to me because of that I was second guessing the ministry that God was calling me to but you know God being so funny he gave me a little God wing and saying no this is where I need you to be so I don't know like the enemy we need to be more aware of what he does and I feel the only reason and the only way how we're able to be aware of what he is doing is to get right with you know our spiritual walk get to know God's word get to know God's voice and really pay attention to the promise that he has for us no I completely agree and um, I think that there's been many times where I've been attacked during this process as well by the enemy. Um, as we as we finished our our second 16 week class um, to become facilitators in the in the youth recovery, um, I started getting these thoughts in my head. Um, I really didn't know how to discern the thoughts, but they were basically telling me, like, you're going to be sitting in front of these young middle school and high school boys in this program, and you're going to be um, telling them about God, and how are you going to tell them about God when you have a hard time memorizing scripture? And I... Um, I realize now that that was an attack, that that was uh, the enemy's way of trying to get, trying to cripple my confidence, um, because there was a point where I truly didn't believe I knew anything about the Bible just because I couldn't memorize scripture. That was another lie. Um, and, you know, there's, there's still times where I struggle with memorizing scripture, but at the end of the day, if we know the picture and we know what Jesus did for us, um, we can really talk about it to anybody. And we can facilitate that process of them giving their life over to Christ. And it's so important to just pretty much ask people outright, have you ever given your life over to Christ? And kind of direct the conversation, let the Holy Spirit direct the conversation after that. Um, you know, there's a beautiful episode that tested on how to get closer to how to get closer to God in the beginning of this podcast, and it basically outlines how to. Um, it's it's a, it's basically like. Can you explain a little bit more on that episode? The very like, first one? Yeah, it's, it, it kind of goes over, like, to read the Bible. Yeah, I don't really remember it because it was, like, almost a year ago. But it was episode one of season one. 
and it's just how to strengthen your relationship with God, like, like, get into community, get, like, involved with your church, like, serve at your church, read your Bible, like, all these different types of stuff. So, yeah, make sure to listen to that one, um, that episode, um, if you are struggling with, um, how to be reminded, um, about Christ's presence. I think sometimes I get out of the practice, I'll stop reading my Bible for two or three days, and um, all of a sudden, some things start happening to me, and it's not that I don't have the Holy Spirit in me, it's that I just kind of got out of practice, I forgot. You forgot how to move your sword. Yes, I forgot how to move my sword, and and by by being constantly reminded you know guys we're all just human like we we need that constant reminder we got to be humble and just remind ourselves okay this is important you know there's many times in the bible where the disciples decided that jesus was incredible. There was there was a couple of times, and um, Jesus just reminded them, like very quickly, um, that hey, like you don't remember, I healed the paralytic. Hey, I did this, I did that, and they're like, oh, that's right, like you're Jesus, and they needed to be reminded. And that's because they were like homies with him. They were <laughs> like pretty much like you and me, we were sitting in the same car, they were walking together that same trail, so... Yeah, and it's it's powerful that you know, that being reminded can re-spark such a beautiful thing in people, you know, um, just because, like I said, just because you need that reminder does not mean you don't have the Holy Spirit. It just means that you need to continue to purify, to let the Holy Spirit purify your yourself. Yeah. So I'm going to go back to the part where you said that the grief has caused you to be angry. Okay. Um, we don't Every time that you are in a fast, don't really talk about it. The only thing is that I'm going to be talking it to you because y'all are my close people. I trust y'all guys. But our whole church is doing a communal fast. Uh, 21 days of fasting. And with this fast, we also have Wednesday prayer service. Like I mentioned last episode, I go to, we go to a mega church. Right? So... With this grief, like, this grief is still fresh, wouldn't you say? Oh, yeah, definitely. So, when we were talking about going to that, um, what is it called? That prayer service, you got attacked. I got attacked. We were attacking each other because we were about to experience a breakthrough, wouldn't you say? Yeah, so, um, just kind of walk you guys through last week, um, so right before, um, we went to the prayer service on Wednesday of last week, um, 
we had already decided that we were going to the prayer service. Um, about 4 p.m., I got a thought in my head, and I was like, well, maybe, maybe the prayer service isn't the best idea right now. Like, I can just grieve on my own, and I don't, I don't need to pray. And I have never thought that before in my entire, like, not since I gave my life to Christ. Um, so I didn't think twice about it. I should have in the moment, but I just went ahead and just let the, I was letting the enemy win. I, I told Tess, I was like, I don't want to go. Like, this isn't going to happen. Um, and she's like, she sat down with me and she's like, what is going on? Like, I we've talked about this like you said you really wanted to go and I got upset with her um I think I yelled at one point there was a there was a uh, a time in there where I was laying on the bed and I was crying and I was really vulnerable I literally just talked to God and I was praying out to him because I was missing my uncle and and upset that I had gotten upset with my wife and um, I, I talked to God and he said go to the prayer meeting and I didn't question him I just I stood up and I started getting ready and I told Tess, I was like, we're actually going to go. I apologized. And um, we went ahead and went to the, the prayer meeting. When we got to the prayer meeting, um, the one of the very first people we saw was a student from the ministry that we work in um, running across the... The lobby. The, the lobby. And so that right there was just proof that that the Lord was going to move. And so we went into the prayer service. Such an amazing experience. Um, I, while I was deep in prayer, the Lord told me to continue working on the anger that I have. And what I really felt was him letting me know that it will eventually really hurt my marriage if I don't work on this anger. And also, what I really felt was if I wouldn't have gone to this prayer service, it wouldn't have been revealed to me. So the enemy did not want me to have that revelation. He was done. He was trying to keep me from that prayer service he didn't want because now we're going we're, we're we have plans to go to celebrate recovery which is a program for hurts habits and hang-ups that tess always talks about and i talk about uh, we're we're going there every thursday now to deal with um our any issues that we have and it's just it's just to to see that 
God's plan is so beautiful, but it's at, it's under constant attack. Oh yeah. It's we have to know that. Oh yeah, especially if it's like, like I don't know, because like the devil can't, the devil doesn't know what's gonna happen. He doesn't. But I guess he could feel or sense. I don't know. I need to look more into this, do a little bit more research, and I'll get back to y'all on that. But when we are about to move for the kingdom of God, that is when we are the most vulnerable. That is when he would like to... That's that's when the, de- the demons attack us. Right there. Like, right before or after. So... You know, with all of that stuff, you know, when that night happened that Wednesday for the prayer service, I was actually still getting ready. I was doing my hair. I was doing my makeup. And even if he wasn't going to go, I was still going to go. I was determined. But I was talking to God while he was in the, the room. I don't think I've ever told you this. But I was talking to God. I was like, what's going on? Like, I know he's grieving and I'm like I'm not mad at him for grieving but why is he taking that taking it out on me and God was like don't worry I'm handling it I heard him say that to me don't worry I'm handling it and sure enough like two minutes later you come back up and you're like did you still want to go to the prayer service and I'm like okay Lord I see you like why like I think it was just funny because I'm over here praying to him, and God's like, don't worry about it. Like, I'm already taking care of it. Like, I'm already moving in him. And it just kind of shows, like, how God is. Because he he himself will use anything he possibly could to really move in each other. Like, to move in other people. Like... He was not only talking to me, but he was talking to you at the same time. And I'm pretty sure he was talking to, like, billions of other people at the same time. Like, he's just so omnipresent to where he is able to control every single situation if we give it to him. You know? And I had a revelation, too, that whole night. That was a beautiful service. I'm really upset that we might miss it this week because we're moving that day. But... You know, when we talk about spiritual warfare, guys, I'm not saying that it only happens to you right before you give your life to God. It doesn't happen to you right before you are about to do a ministry work. It doesn't happen to you right before, like, it happens all the time. Even when you don't think it's spiritual warfare, it might not be. Like I said last episode, not every single hard situation that is going on in your life is a spiritual warfare but it may be a spiritual warfare like that's just something that you have to communicate to God with and also think do I have my armor of God on do I have my breastplate do I have my belt do I have my shoes do I have my sword do I have my shield like are am I fully clothed and it takes a constant reminder every single day almost every single hour of the day I'm still trying to think do I have this on do I have this on do I have this on because especially right now in this moment how we are so vulnerable in not only grieving of a lost family member 
we're vulnerable because we're about to move. We're vulnerable because we're about to finish our process for foster care. Like, we are vulnerable. I'm vulnerable because of my schooling. I'm about to start school right now. You know what I mean? So, there's just all of these things where I'm just, like, keeping my eyes open to see where the enemy could attack me. And that's how it should be for everybody else's spiritual walk, spiritual journey. We gave our life to God almost two years ago, and we're still being attacked. My parents have been Christians for years and years and years, and they get attacked. Like, it doesn't... Our pastor the other day, this past week in service, he was telling us that he's been going through a spiritual warfare himself that is our pastor he has a phd or doctoral degree in the uh, theology like it doesn't matter who you are if the if the devil senses like you are going to be a threat he will attack you don't you don't you agree i completely agree and also um i'll definitely be the first one to say that being vulnerable and um finding our faults and letting God work them out has helped our marriage so much. I'm just going to list off a a quick example that I've seen this past week. Um, I was walking into uh, the bathroom the other day and um, I was going to turn the heat on and before I turned the heat on, I thought back to um, a previous conversation that Teresa and I had had about her not liking um, the, the, the heater on. So I went ahead and I asked her, hey babe, like, can I um, turn the heat on? I know that uh, sometimes that really bothers you. And, and she said, yeah, go ahead. Um, and you know basically like I felt the comfort in her voice just kind of basically tell me like I appreciate you asking and you know guys I will be the first one to tell you that me and Tess during our addiction did not care about asking the other person about the heat like (laughs) like we did not care about anything but ourselves and god has changed us like just done so many different things in our marriage and in our life and in my family's life and um just it's it's just amazing and spiritual warfare is definitely a real thing but being on this walk is just so so worth it that it's it's not scary because it's worth it yeah like we say in cr it works if you work it and you're worth it (laughs) but um yeah babe i'm so happy that you joined me today i mean you had no choice because i told you hey you're gonna do this podcast with me you better be down and you're like okay fine that's fine (laughs) but I really do appreciate you I know a lot of the viewers do like to hear from you which is amazing because hopefully this little segment the 
road trip with the Keens will be a normal thing. Hopefully the audio is okay. Um, if not, I am so sorry. <laughs> I am using like a little microphone on my phone because there's no internet in the middle of the road. Um, <laughs> but yeah, I really appreciate it, babe. Thanks for joining me. No, of course. And definitely reach out um, if you guys have any other questions or concerns i have an instagram so does tess and if you'd like to give your life to christ um we can definitely like um talk to you more about that process and um any questions that you may have we're here for you yes of course i will have your instagram linked down in the description of the podcast so make sure you give my hubby a follow he is awesome he's funny he doesn't really post, but yes, he, <laughs> he does post. Um, but yeah, he's awesome. He's funny. And, you know, he's not that bad looking either. So <laughs> go ahead and give him a follow. Um, we will see you next time for a surprise topic. And the reason why it's a surprise is because I'm still praying to God on what it may be. So we will see what the Holy Spirit is going to lead me to talk to you about. But until then, we will see you next time. Later, guys. Bye, guys.